Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So I've got an important update for you on the road to impeachment with President Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. I'm going to get to that. I want you to know in a moment. okay? but before we get to that, I want you to know what's happening with the headlines that are now dealing with the left coming after you again with their mandates. NBC News headline. All signs point to a rise in covid. ABC. COVID cases, why this wave of infections may be worse than official data suggests. CNBC, Moderna says updated COVID vaccine was effective against the highly mutated BA.2.86 variant. Moderna also says Reuters said updated COVID vaccine is effective against the newer variant. And then there's another one, COVID-19 variant, not as worrisome as first Imagine new data is showing that's from an hour ago. So how can you have a article that says it's not as worrisome as first imagined? And then immediately above that, you have COVID cases. Why the wave of infections may be worse than official data suggests. And then NBC News, all signs point to a rise in COVID. I think you can figure it out pretty quickly. It's because they're pushing the narrative that you must get vaccinated to survive and the lockdowns may be coming. Well, they are coming, and the mass mandates are coming. How do we know this? Look no further than Rosemary Hills Elementary School. This is a school right outside of Washington, D.C. in Silver Springs, Maryland. This D.C. area elementary school is reinstating a mass mandate. And the mask you must wear this time around for your children in third grade is an N95. For third graders... They're having to wear these masks mandated because a couple of kids tested positive for COVID. They sent a letter home and they're coming with masks for your kids again. You better get ready. Yes. And this is the insanity. Now, I'm going to read you this letter because you need to be prepared for this for your kids and your grandkids. It says, dear parents and students, this letter is to inform you that three or more individuals have tested positive for COVID-19 in the past 10 days. We are taking the following steps to keep our school environment as safe as possible for in-person teaching and learning. Remember, 
that's the carrot they're going to dangle for you to comply, right? In person. Do you really want to go back to being at home? No. So you better do what we tell you to do or that may happen. That's their, that's their threat. We want to have a safe as, as possible for in-person teaching and learning and to prevent further transmission of COVID-19 in this group. Additional KN95 masks have been distributed and students and staff in identified classes or activities will be required to mask while in school for the next 10 days. Except while eating or drinking, mask will become optional again following that 10-day period if things get better. Now, point two in this letter to parents, at-home rapid test kits will be sent home and made available for students. The CDC recommends testing at least five days after exposure, starting day six, or any time if symptoms develop. Then it says in all caps underlined, please report any positive COVID results to the school attendance office immediately. Then it says we will continue to reinforce good hand washing and following cleaning and disinfection procedures. Thank you for supporting us and taking these steps to ensure staff and students remain healthy for, again, here's the carrot, here's the threat, in-person learning. If at any time during the next 10 days your child develops COVID-19-like symptoms such as fever, cough, loss of taste or smell, or other COVID-19 indicators, they should stay home from school and be tested for COVID-19. Consider contacting a healthcare provider if symptoms are, are severe or not improving, or your child is at, at high risk of complications due to COVID-19 infection. Students who test positive for COVID-19 should follow CDC isolation and precaution guidelines for people with COVID-19 infections. Then they give you all the links to everything you need to know about COVID resources, including free COVID testing and vaccination sites, as they push at the end of the letter for you to go get your kid vaccinated. Please contact me, it says, if you have any additional questions. Sincerely, Rebecca, the principal of this school. Now, notice how the two threats are, you better do what we tell you to do, and if you don't, you're not going to get in-person learning for your kids. So we're going to hold your kid's education hostage. Then at the end, the last thing they say is COVID testing and vaccination sites. Here's the link. Go get vaccinated. Get your kid vaccinated. If you all go get vaccinated, then we'll be fine. Now, you could obviously say, well, hold on, Ben. That's just one school, right? Calm down. Well, it's not just one school. The same types of letters are now being sent out. We're being told around the country in many different districts, including in liberal districts, where they're doing the exact same thing. We also now know that the masks are coming back. Who are they coming back for? They're coming back for even the president of the United States of America because Joe Biden now has COVID, the first lady. And so the White House is announcing that it's time to bring back the mask and the president will be wearing his all the time while indoors. President Biden tested negative last night for COVID-19 and tested negative again today. He's not experiencing any symptoms. As far as the steps he is taking since the president was with the first lady yesterday, he will be masking while indoors and around people in alignment with CDC guidance. And he, as, as has been the practice in the past, the president will remove his mask when sufficiently distanced from others indoors and while outside as well. So indoors, he's going to be masking. Outdoors, yes, if there are people around him. So I'm going to read that last sentence. As has been in the practice in the past, the president will remove his mask when sufficiently distanced from others indoors and while outside as well.
If he's around people, he's going to wear this mask. So we're masking up the president basically 24-7 while he's around people right now. So, so there's, your, there, there's your, you know, hey, we're getting back to this now. The question becomes, what do you do and how do you respond? Because they're going to force these masks on you again. Get ready. It's going to happen on planes, okay? I want you to understand that. Um, because that was part one. Now we have part two of the plan. The White House is now encouraging Americans to hurry up and get their updated COVID-19 vaccines, right? The president's wearing his mask. You need to go get vaccinated. This now, And the schools are now sending out these letters. You need to get your kids vaccinated. As we head into the fall, we have more tools and systems available today to help communities this fall and winter season, including safe updated vaccines that will be available mid-September, widely available at-home COVID tests, widely available effective treatments, which can reduce the risk of severe illness, hospitalizations, and death. We will be encouraging, as I have said before, Americans to get their updated COVID-19 vaccine in addition to their annual flu shot and also RSV vaccines, as you all know. So get it all. Get all your vaccines, right? Not just COVID, get all of them. And if you don't, well, we might shut down your schools. We might shut down your life. We may shut down your businesses. We may shut it all down. Now, this also comes as we know how ineffective masking actually was. Even CNN not buying it from Dr. Fauci as Dr. Fauci was on as their guest yesterday talking about there's no doubt his words that masks actually work. Well, that's not what the studies say. That's not what, quote, follow the science says. Listen to this back and forth with Dr. Fauci, him still saying, no, 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 the mask works. Well, the science doesn't say it. No, 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 they still work. Well, but the science says they don't work. Well, no, 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 they still work. You must wear a mask. He was challenged about masks and the effectiveness of masks on CNN and follow the science, right? Well, listen to what he had to say. There is a perception out there by many, how many, I don't know, that they don't work and that the data concludes that they didn't work in the first go-round. Respond to that on masks. Yeah, well, that's not so. I mean, when you're talking about at the population level, that the data are less strong than knowing that if you look on a situation as an individual protecting themselves or protecting them from spreading it, there's no doubt that masks work. Different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, But there's no doubt that the weight of the studies, and there have been many studies, indicate the benefit of wearing masks. I'm going to refer to one of them. You've heard about it before. I heard about it from a number of radio callers. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference, he told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, 
the data are less strong, but when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. That's a bit different than the broad population level. I mean, this guy's sitting there. He's totally lying to you. He's refusing to, quote, follow the science. And he's like, no, 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 the masks work. Well, hold on. The data says they don't work. No, 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 they work. But the masks, they don't work. No, 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 they work. This is why states' rights are going to matter so much. And let me give you an example of what I mean by this, okay? Texas has come out and banned mass mandates as COVID restrictions are being imposed in other states. The ban, uh, a ban on COVID-19 restrictions that imposed a mandate to wear a face mask in public spaces went into effect in Texas after a number of institutions across the U.S., Reinstated the policy this week due to a rise in new infections fueled by the emergence of two new variants of the virus. This Senate Bill 29, and take notes wherever you live because you should be advocating for this, which was passed by the state legislature in May and signed by Governor Abbott at the start of June, went into effect on Friday. Perfect timing. It prohibits most government institutions from enforcing mask-wearing policies, but place no restrictions on private entities. I'm okay with that, by the way. Working with the state legislature, Governor Abbott signed a law this year codifying his executive orders from 2021, prohibiting any government entity from establishing mask or vaccine mandates and from closing businesses or schools due to COVID. Let me say that again. They have said, no, you cannot close businesses or schools due to COVID. This is amazing. Thanks to Governor Abbott and the hard work of the Texas legislature, Texas has closed the door on COVID restrictions, he added. Some private institutions, hospital operators, and colleges have reintroduced the requirements for staff or visitors to wear masks while at their sites to limit the spread of the new variant prompting speculation that fresh COVID restrictions may be on the horizon. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, told Newsweek on Thursday that it currently had no intention to call for a return of mask mandates. Yet, two days after they said that, what happened? You've got the president now wearing a mask everywhere indoors. You've got schools that are now mandating masks yet again. The bodies have that have so far reinstated mask mandates have been based in Georgia, California, and New York. Last Friday, the governor of Texas, Abbott, emphatically denied a return to the COVID era policies. One of several measures thought to limit the spread of the virus in his state, tweeting, there will be no mass mandates in Texas. Of course, the people like Dr. Fauci are attacking the state of Texas, saying that they're stupid and redneck and idiot and flyover country, yada, yada, yada. You know that's coming. This SB 29, which was sponsored mostly by Republicans, no shocker there, one Democratic state senator stipulates that, quote, a government entity may not implement, order, or otherwise impose a mandate requiring a person to wear a face mask or other face covering to prevent the spread of COVID-19. So in other words, what they're saying is 
You can wear a mask if you want to. This is a freedom of choice issue. If you want to mask your kid, you can do that. If you want to wear a mask, you can do that. If you want to put your kid in an N95 mask all day long at school, you can do that. But the government is not going to mandate it. Okay? Now, it exempts, just so you know, state-supported living centers, Texas Department of Criminal Justice sites, and government-owned health care facilities from the prohibition. It also bans imposing vaccine mandates. Listen carefully. And forced closure of private enterprises and schools by government bodies to limit the spread of COVID-19. So this isn't just a mass mandate ban. It also is saying, hey, you can't vaccine mandate kids. You can't vaccine mandate your employees. You can't force the closure of private enterprises. The government can't do that. And you can't and the government can't force the closure of private school uh, of schools by government bodies, so local health officials, city council, mayor's offices, etc. You cannot do that to limit the spread of COVID-19. Now, in the week of August the 19th, there were more than 15,000 hospitalizations, they say, due to COVID infections across the U.S. The most recent CDC monitoring figures show a rise of nearly 19% from the previous week. In Texas, there were 1,366 hospital admissions due to COVID-19. That was an increase of 22.6% over the prior week. So, of course, liberals are going to grab onto that and say, see, you guys are idiots, right? You're stupid. I don't think anyone's stupid here, except for those that are obsessed with trying to take power over the people. Let me also remind you of what I'm worried about the most. There was an interview, and this was early on in the Biden administration. You can tell how long ago this was by how different uh, the the talking patterns of President Joe Biden are compared to today because of the cognitive decline. And this is from early on. So I'm going to play it for you from early on because I want you to hear what he said. Now, in this weird interview, it was an NBC or excuse me, an ABC News exclusive. It was David Muir. He's probably 10 to 12 feet away in a triangle seating arrangement. To his left is the president, Joe Biden. Then Joe Biden sitting down to his left sitting in the same direction, about 10, 12 feet away, is the vice president, Kamala Harris. And then both of them are staring at the middle of that triangle, which is Dave Muir. Now, this is all on TV, and I I point this out just to talk about how absurd all of this is, because all of them that day had already been tested for COVID. They were all negative, and they're still sitting this way, which is just stupid. But this is that virtue signaling that we play by the rules, and look how great it is, and we're doing our part, you can too, mentality. But the part that worries me was there was a question in here that he asked and there was no follow up, but it was a question of, hey, would you shut down the government if the scientists tell you to do it? Would you shut down the country if the scientists told you to do it while you're president? And his answer was yes. I would be prepared to do whatever it takes to save lives because we cannot get the country moving until we control the virus. That is the fundamental flaw of this administration's thinking to begin with. In order to keep the country running and moving and the economy growing and people employed, you have to fix the virus. You have to deal with the virus. So if the scientists say, shut it down? I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists. I would shut it down. We have an election coming up. We have an economy that is not headed in the right direction. And with that economy that's not headed in the right direction, you got to start asking yourself this question. Okay, so if the economy's not 
headed in the right direction. What does that mean for us moving forward? Right? Like, like, like what, what, is that, what does that do? What does that mean? Okay, how, how does this, you know, what could, what could a lockdown look like? I can tell you exactly what it would look like, just so you understand. Okay, I, I can tell you exactly what this looks like for him. They may be trying to figure out how do they get an excuse with an economy and how do they get an excuse to say that the economy is just not that bad. That's what they want here. They need an excuse. And if you shut this down, okay, if you, if you shut this down and you shut down the economy and then you have that excuse for why the economy sucks, not because of your policies, imagine what that could do moving forward. Think about it. Their get out of jail card could actually be exactly that. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson, patriotmobile.com slash ferguson, or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code FERGUSON. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Let me just say one last thing about this COVID possible 
shutdown, lockdowns, and, and, and new restrictions. You need to have a mentality this time because we know a hell of a lot more than we knew the first time of do not comply. And we're going to have to be very smart. We're going to be very strategic about it. Like, you can't be just dumb about it. We're going to have to, to fight back and, and, and do it through legislature, do it through state governments, do it through governors, and, and make sure that we don't just get ourselves in this ridiculous situation again. It is so vitally important that we push back, that we fight back. That's what we have to do. Like, there, there's no other way around it. We must do it, okay? Like, I, it's, it's, it is something that you have to do. And if we don't, then they're going to do this all over again. Like, they're going to 100% do this. Like, they, they are. They're going to do this again, okay? Like, they will do everything they can to control you. And what better time to do it than right before an election? And, and it's almost so transparent. I'll play it one last time. The White House telling you, well, if Biden's wearing a mask, hint, hint, nod, nod, wink, wink, you should too. President Biden tested negative last night for COVID-19 and tested negative again today. He's not experiencing any symptoms. As far as the steps he is taking since the president was with the first lady yesterday, he will be masking while indoors and around people in alignment with CDC guidance. And he, as, as has been the practice in the past, the president will remove his mask when sufficiently distanced from others indoors and while outside as well. Yeah, so if he's doing it, you should too. Now, I want to move to the other issue I told you about earlier, and that is the road to impeachment that's important. We now have confirmation that President Joe Biden used his burner email account under the name Robin Ware, that's his other alias that we know of, to email directly Hunter Biden about a White House hire. This is when he was then the vice president. Joe Biden used that Robin Ware alias to email Hunter Biden in 2014 about a potential White House employee of then Deputy White House Counsel, John McGrail. Emails from Hunter Biden's laptop from hell now confirm. On June the 23rd, 2014, Hunter emailed Robin Ware from a Rosemont Seneca Partners email address. Now he knows this is a burner account for his daddy. Before you fill position, please talk to me. Jay McGrail very much wants to serve as detail for Treasury. Hunter wrote. So he's saying, don't do this until you talk to me. R.E., Johnny, call me right away, Dad. Joe Biden's alias replied minutes later. Call me right away, Dad. Bam, there it is. The email is one of about 5,000 reported emails linked to Joe Biden aliases. White House staffers reportedly copied Hunter Biden on about 10 emails to Joe's alias addresses. Hunter Biden's laptop contained 27 emails linked to Joe Biden's alias email address, non-for-profit Marco Polo dossier cataloged. On a separate occasion, Robert Peters, that's another burner account, that alias received an email about a scheduled call with then-Ukrainian President Poroshenko. That is the same Ukrainian President Poroshenko who fired Viktor Sokin the prosecutor investigating the Ukrainian energy company Burisma Holdings. 
The company was paying Hunter Biden $83,000 a month to sit on the board. Now, it really wasn't about him being on the board. We understand this now. It was how to funnel $5 million to him and make it look legitimate, which was then putting him on the board and then funneling the money in $83,000 increments to make it look like he was somehow working for this money. Now, the House Oversight Committee argues that Joe Biden threatened to withhold U.S. aid to Ukraine in 2015 until Poroshenko fired Sokin, who had jurisdiction for the investigation into Burisma. Quote, it should be illegal to use an alias, Representative Major Taylor Green said in a new report saying this, I do not think you can hide your identity as an elected official by the American people. We take an oath of office to the American people and to the Constitution. The committee is now requested the National Archives NARA on August 17th to hand over all documents and communications in which then-Vice President Joe Biden used these aliases, Robert Peters, Robin Ware, and J.R.W. Ware. This is the road to impeachment. And watch how hard they're going to start pushing back because we're figuring it out. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure you write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that it will help us reach more people. And we will see you back here tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.